time now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Reekard, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Bill Sparks. Well, 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 give me a few seconds without the guys talking. There we go. Uh, (laughs) Good morning and welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. I'm your host, Bill Sparks, with thousands, it seems like, here in the room and our wonderful, wonderful cast of folks. Got a lot coming up today on today's show. We're going to be talking a little bit about the first hour about your favorite browser on the internet what what you like what you don't like and we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, laptops and those big old desktop computers again so we'll be talking a little bit about that this morning too and second hour we got a big demo coming up of a blood pressure reader talking blood pressure monitor gosh we're all getting an age that's kind of important anyway let me bring in the crew uh might as well start with you jennifer let's make sure you're working how are you this morning i am i'm here in the office ready to go you're ready looks like i'll be here for a while today why is that you got bills to do i have bills to do and work to do in the office. You ordered yourself something last night. You couldn't do your uh, call letter and format changes because they have to update something. But So what were you sitting out there doing, spending money for? <laughs> so, um, since I couldn't do formats, I went out uh, and got a digital postal scale. I, since I started using stamps.com, I decided... I didn't get the free one that came with the um, the original startup kit because I wasn't sure I'd actually keep using the program, but it ends up that I'm going to continue to use it. So they so I went and looked at their postage scales, and the cool thing about it is is that it's with the USB scale they have one they have if you want if you really did serious industrial mail they have a, a Wi-Fi enabled digital scale that weighs up to like 400 pounds, but Anyway, I thought that it would be better for to know exactly how much this stuff weighs. I used to use my kitchen scale sometimes, but I thought maybe I'll save money, and we have enough things that we ship periodically. And they really weren't that expensive. The cool thing about it is that whatever it weighs when you print your label, it automatically puts that weight into the, into the app for you. So it makes it kind of nice. You can do a full-service function post office right here, arrange pickups, do all that stuff, and it's very, very, very accessible and print right on your 
print your labels right on your envelopes and boxes and all of those things you're sending out. Good stuff. Let's stay in Indiana and go down to Evansville, Indiana, as extreme southwest as you can go and still be in Indiana. But uh, Michael Loff, how are you this morning? Michael Loff, you're going to have to unmute yourself. Uh, I, uh, if you can unmute yourself, you'll have to do that manually. Hello? Yeah, there, there you, you go, go Mike. Okay. All right. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, actually, you can go another 25 miles west to be true southwest. But anyway, yeah, uh, doing pretty good. Just listening to a, a very interesting one of Jenny's favorite podcasts, 20,000 Hertz, talking about copyrights and music. I would encourage everyone to listen to that. Um, very interesting about how songs that, to me, don't even sound similar our people are getting the rights to their music and royalties and all that good stuff. So, uh, what else? Well, we submitted something. I don't know if the guys are going to air it on All Things Radio. Real interesting 100-year history of radio. I didn't realize that this is considered 100 years of radio because 1920 was the first year that a company in Pittsburgh started building uh, radios for people, whereas before that it had all been hobbyists and you had to kind of build your own. Um, other than that, I'm doing a doing a black leaders zoom event on friday so i'm a little really brushing up on my zoom skills because i want to make sure that we don't have any problems uh so really holding in on the zoom skills there but that's kind of what's going yeah, on and here. we are running your feature tomorrow night you you knocked my feature out but that's okay mike because my feature could be run next week or it could be run in four weeks. It wouldn't make any difference. So yours is more current and relevant. And the folks in Phoenix are just have to wait a week or two. They did so, a good job on it, Mike. I got to hear that yesterday morning or yesterday when you put it into the folder. It was, so it's very well done. Very well done. Well, let's go to my well, Jeff, you're talking. Let's go to Albany, New York. Oh, well, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, wherever you are. We're doing okay here at Albany, New York. Going to have, well, one weatherman says it's only going to be a, a high of 84 degrees. Another radio station says it's going to be a high of 89 to 90 degrees with very humid weather, and we're going to have uh, thunderstorms coming in tonight, so they say. But we're doing fine here in Albany, New York. And what can I say? Everything is, everything is uh, well, everything is hunky-dory, as they say. Well, that, that, that's good, 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 good. All right, let's go to South Central. Pennsylvania. Well, the home of Flash. Good. Yeah. Pardon, Bill? I said the home of Flash. Yeah, the home of Flash and Thunder. Um, it's hot here already. It's already 81 and really humid. And uh, nothing much going on here today except um, Blair County went green last Friday. So we get to do haircuts by appointment and we're going Friday. That's oh, exciting. There you go. Hey, if you Hadn't got been it. in three months or maybe four. I can't wait. That to... makes you feel so good to get your hair cut after it's been a while. Oh, is wait. there a phase after green or is that the, no, the, the green final? No, green is the last. Okay, so then they start altering things after green to get things more opened up. Is right. that how they do it? Okay. Yeah, it's half capacity and you got to make an appointment and, of course, you got to wear a mask. But I have a feeling masks are with us for the foreseeable future. So, you know. Oh, I don't like those things. But I wore it yesterday when I went to the drugstore. I wore it. I wore it, put it right on. The driver said he didn't believe in masks, so we walked in the drugstore. They let him in, but he said he won't go into a business that makes you wear a mask. And the lady said, quit thinking of yourself and try not to be so selfish. That's no, what that's the cashier true. told him. One problem with blind people wearing masks is that 
and I had a problem initially wearing it, traveling a little bit, is that it does, because that thing is covering your face a little bit, it does give you a different sense of, of hearing direction. Yes, um, it does. It does. I, yeah. I have not encountered that. Dave has. It pulls his ears, but it, it doesn't mine, and it, I just really haven't had too much trouble with that. And, you know, with hearing it well, it... It's whatever. We we can get more into that. Uh, if, and Tim, let's go to Tim in Minneapolis. Good morning. Well, we sent you guys all this humidity. It's supposed to be uh, a lot nicer here today. High of 70 and dry. We uh, had some pretty awful weather yesterday. And the day before, we actually got up to 96. So. Oh, oh. Anyway, no, uh, we gave it to you from Naples. That's what we did. Uh, we just yeah, that's probably about we, right. We anyway. brought all the we brought the humidity, and it doesn't even feel bad now when it gets ninety degrees here. Jenny and I go, huh? That's not so bad. You ought to yeah. be in Southwest Florida when it cranks it up. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we're hanging but in there. It's pretty. Things are going pretty well around here. I. Um, been uh, playing around with a, well, it's not new, but I bought a digital recorder oh. and that's been fun. They they do, and I have a binaural headset. It's fun to do that kind of stuff. I've, I've had that for a long time, but Right, and we need to talk to people about that before the convention's coming up or any more Zoom meetings, maybe some recommendations on headsets you could use with your computer or things like that. So look forward to something like that happening. So do we need to start taking raising some hands? Oh, yeah, we got three people raising their hands, and I'll get to them. If you'd like me to do them in order, we can yeah, do them in order. Oh, so, so we got Jerry out in Indiana, Pennsylvania. Jerry. Go ahead, Jerry. Okay, it is 77 degrees here in Indiana, going up to about 90 today, but we're going to get cooler tomorrow, and that'll be good. Thanks thanks for the present, Tim, of the, of the warm weather we've had. And wait, uh, we also found out yesterday that when it's all over, there'll be a white phase. We're in green now, but white will be when you can demask and stuff. Well, there you go. Got to wait for the color right. But right now it's green, green. It's green, they say, here in Indiana, PA. Okay, that's enough there of that. <laughs> All right, Jerry. Thank you. You and Judy have a good day. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay, next on our list <laughs> You never is have Joe. to worry about your microphone level. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Bill. No, go ahead. Next on our list is Joe out in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Go ahead, Joe. Oh, hi. Good morning. Here in Albuquerque, New Mexico, 54 degrees up to 84 and uh, down to 53 tonight. And I like Microsoft Edge search engine better than the Google Chrome search engine because on the Google Chrome search engine, bang, the ads, bang, there they are. And when I'm looking for certain songs, at least for me, I find it better on, on Microsoft Edge. Well, that's good. And we'll be talking about that. Don't you worry here in just a few minutes because... Your Microsoft Edge is making some progress in that period. Though basically, folks, they're almost the same browser. Uh, they're almost the same, just a few modifications with Google Chrome and in Microsoft. But Mike and I will be talking about that in just a, in just a few moments. And All right. Where, where oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. Okay, just let me. I didn't, I didn't no, interrupt you. No, you go. You. No, we're done. 
Go ahead. Okay, we got you, Bill, in Chicago. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, good morning, everybody. Uh, it's about 80 degrees here. We had severe thunderstorms yesterday, 70 and 80 mile an hour winds, took down a lot of trees and did a lot of damage. Not right, not near me, it was mainly west of me over near Mid- Midway Airport. And I, I just sitting here just now, and my weather radio went off. Severe thunderstorm uh, scheduled for later on today. And that's about it. And it's hot and humid here. I mean, humidity is like 80% up down here today. So it's not raining yet, but it's really hot and humid. Did you guys have rain last night? Because I was watching WGN oh, yeah, and they yeah, were we, talking oh, about yeah, it. Had, oh, yeah, we had rain. In fact, yesterday it, it ticked off my daughter because she was watching Wheel of Fortune. And, of course, the rerun, but she likes to watch it. And they got to where the, I guess it was Girlfriend's Week or something on the show. It was two, two women on the show. They got to the final question getting ready to go up to the uh, grand prize spin and just then the all the states of chicago cut in weather tornado warning oh, and they were watching for them and there was one touchdown near kankakee and it was and they were still on with the weather at 8 30 last night on all the stations <laughs> so they were so she was a little irritated she didn't, but she got to see it anyway because she it was a rerun so she googled it she brought it up on youtube found out who won <laughs> well in in but it, with some of our new cable, the cable system we have in Florida, Bill, if that would have happened, you can make your program go back or start to beginning and it go through or whatever the case may be. So, you oh yeah, really, I could have done this on yeah you know, on, on my Fire TV. I could have, but yeah, I, you know. But then I just, but she just she just went on her phone and found on YouTube a lot faster. and found yeah, out who won. Rerun anyways, right? Well, there but, you go. Otherwise, but but you guys out east, you're gonna get the you're gonna get the weather we got coming here. Yeah. I, Right. Yeah, I like that cable system in Florida because it's, it's cool because even if you just flip through channels, lots of times there's an option where you can hit a button and start the show over and watch it from the beginning if you miss the first part of it. Right. Yeah, it makes it kind of nice. All right. Well, Bill, you'll be back, I'm sure, in a little bit. We'll move on. Yeah, to I might it. be back. I'll see you. I'll, be, I'll yeah. be hanging on here. All right, buddy. See what you uh, got to talk about. Okay. And right. next on the list is, is Gail in Minnesota as well. Gail Go ahead, Gail. Rapids. Hold on a second. Go ahead, Gail. I've decided I've, I've been um, using Edge, the accessible Edge, and that's working out for me pretty well. A couple things. The Twitter's a little bit different, so I'm doing something different there, but um, it's working out pretty well for me most of the way. Very nicely accessible. Great. Well, we'll be talking about that in just a few minutes here. And it's nice. It's nice. It's probably, I don't know what the temperature is, but I know one thing. It's cool in this apartment. Oh, well, that's good. You're you're cool. That's cool. And so far, it's maintained some coolness here in the studio. Yeah, it's rather dark, so who knows if it'll rain or what, what I can see out my window. Yeah. So, other, you know, doing not doing too bad. Well, that's good, Gail. We like to hear good reports. Thank you for all the good requests yesterday, too. That was fun, Bill. I hope I didn't stump you. I love to play stump the DJ. Well, sometimes you do, Gail. Sometimes you do. Especially with him. Yeah. Well, sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it works. All right. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you. 57 degrees in St. Cloud. Oh, okay. 57. We have next on our list is Alan Ramos. Hello. Hey, Alan. We're going to have today, as weather-wise, in the 100-degree range in Ontario, mm. California. Hot, oh, hot. My. 
100 degrees. What time is it in Ontario? Just a little after uh, 6 a.m.? I think it's about, what, 6? 622. 622 a.m. Oh, my. It's early for us. It is. And that, you know, I've always been amazed over the years. And maybe you guys are used to it on the West Coast who actually come in and participate in, you know, the oldie shows or the um, programs. That takes a special dedication, you know, to do that. And you guys continue to do it week after week, month after month. Especially to a good radio station, you know. There you go. So that gives you. You know, and and you do that, and so anything else going on in Ontario? Uh, no, I just uh, upgraded my desktop yesterday. Did you? So that's did on the next topic, perhaps. But did you have any problem? Um, I have, you know, a couple of settings I need to uh, look at. You know, yeah. One with the new Cortana, you have to sign in, which. That's what stripped up our. Uh, Alan, we have a machine here which is nothing but all it lives for is to run legend automation. Well, wow. it tripped that machine up overnight or early this morning, and I had to go in and fix that sign, check that box so Windows would continue on. Otherwise, it wouldn't let things go. So. Wow. But now that's fixed. Windows always seems to have a way of finding to mess up one of these machines. They are, keep changing your settings, team. They never stay the same uh, once you do a uh, feature update like this. Yeah, and, and I don't, to me, honest to God, I cannot tell feature 10 from feature whatever it was last year. I just don't see that much of a difference that that makes all that difference. So... But it is what it is, and I guess we just have to make the best of it. And while you're on here, Alan, do you have a special browser you use to use? I have been using all three of them, as a matter of fact, Firefox, Edge, and Chrome. You know, and they're a little bit different. Well, that's true. I'm telling you, you're really surprising me with your computer savvy here. I don't know if I have that much, but I've been doing some experimental around, you know. Well, I'm going to say you give it one heck of a try. And that's the biggest part of it, Alan, is trying. And you're doing that. Great job. And thanks, Alan. Uh, Jeff, do we have anybody else? Yep, we have Marianne, and we'll follow that with Fran Avila. So let's go okay. with you, with Marianne. Mar I'm going to ask you to unmute your microphone. It's going to tell you that. Please unmute yourself, Marianne. And that feature will go away, so we won't have that problem much longer. Yeah, they, that's, what, that's, that's what folks at Zoom say. Go ahead, Marianne. Good morning. I did unmute. I was just waiting for for the signal to come. Uh, sorry, it's no giving problem. me more than I more than I want this moment. Uh, right now, it is forty seven degrees, and it actually feels really comfortable, which is amazing. We're supposed to get up to about oh, I think seventy six today, and we're getting into the mid to high eighties uh, throughout the weekend and on into next week. So I expect we'll get back to being toasty warm. Yesterday was cooler, and today is a, the last of our cool days around here. Um, as far as the browser question goes, I use, um, hmm, actually, I have all three of them on here, but I have Lisi, uh, which recommends using Edge the most. So I'm making myself way more familiar with that and finding some reasonable luck with that. I discovered something that I could throw out just to see who has any answer to. 
I need to use iCloud Notes and collaborate with some of my Poetry for Personal Power team that likes to use iCloud Notes. And I'm having trouble with that on the computer. So if anybody's got some ideas, I'm using JAWS with Lisi and, um, and, and open to any good suggestions that come out that way. And, and I'm uh, sure we'll be glad to talk about those. I've never had a lot of good luck with anything with iCloud or whatever. It seems to me they just can't make it quite as simple as Dropbox or even, um, what's the one from Microsoft? The um, OneDrive. OneDrive. Or and then even Google the Google Drive. As well. Drive. They don't make it quite as simple. I. You know, I've got this extra storage space on my iPhone, whatever, whatever, and I want to save notes. Um, Apple, to me, just does not get that right. Um, it's more of a pain to to do that. So are you having trouble bringing your Windows documents into your iCloud environment or... Well, it's just um, it's notes that they have sent and said, you know, invited me to share with a note uh, for me to share a note that they have started. And I said, OK. Um, and they want you to use okay. iCloud. Right. It's an iCloud note that they've started with. So I can um, I can um, do it from my iPhone, but when it comes to editing documents and things like that, I just much prefer to do it with a real keyboard and do it sitting, you know, on my PC instead of just working from my iPhone. But I you think know, for the iCloud good, stuff, you can it's use just a good be Bluetooth. easier to stay on my phone. Yeah, you can use a good Bluetooth keyboard or Braille display if you have one with your iPhone. And I do. And I do. That is that is one other option michael do you have any experience with icloud and notes no i wasn't even aware about sharing across multiple people i would say that's probably going to work better on your iphone or mac you know the pc yeah and the ones who are doing it are uh are more mac users and such i mean i was just sort of like dude we could share dropbox okay and they're like oh dude. yeah but we're so used to doing this icloud thing i'm like okay well yeah, I, guess I, well, I had a i need I had to a go on their boat <laughs> yeah the, the problem i had last week iCloud, you used it. I got a new phone and I restored all my apps and everything. And that was all fine, but it broke the speech because I did not have the speech engine on my phone that was on the previous phone. So it just didn't talk. And so I had to go back to my old phone and change it. And then eventually it caught up, you know, like 20 minutes later, it started talking. So that, that was mm -hmm. uh, the big How problem. is your new phone? New phone, the SE, is good. It's got a better microphone, and you notice that new chip. It's a lot faster. I mean, when you open something or close something, it happens or click play. It happens right away. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I, I do like the device, and I got a new case battery case called Squaller, S-W-A-L-L-E-R. It's got a 4,500 milliamp battery. And so, I mean, you can charge about three times, at least two and a half times. And it's smart mm -hmm. enough that when you get to 100%, it turns off the charger. So that saves your battery. And so I've been pretty happy with that. A little heavy, though. I think you could probably take some out. Would that case work with an iPhone 8 as well? Is there, the 7, 8, or SE, yeah. Oh, so that does all. Okay. But Very it good. doesn't work on the 10 or the XR or the... I think you need a different... I'm sure they make them. You just have to... Because the size... You've got to get the, the different size version of the thing. But uh, I'm, I'm sure. telling you, iPhone battery... You know, it can be can be a real issue, but we'll see if we can get some more feedback about those 
notes. And sometime we'll have you come back and talk about your experience with Lisi. I have it. I need to update to version five. And, and we've had Brian on before. And Lisi is just an extension of Jaws. It's Jaws on serious steroids. I mean, yes, it is. And, and there's, there's a lot to the Lisi program. And Brian does a lot of work um, with that program. But if you like your weather, your news, and looking up all the things on your PC, uh, Lisi's a, a, a great, uh, it, it doesn't replace Jaws, of course, but it's a, it's a serious, serious add-on to Jaws, and yeah, and that's that's why I got it. It 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 makes makes things all you know a lot easier. You have to learn a few new keystrokes, but it but now, it Marianne, what do you primarily use it for? What are the one or two things you really like that Lisi adds? Um, I I like the search functions. I have, I like the games. I enjoy the way some things are more described, especially in Edge. There's a, a lot more description of things on a website. Sometimes it gets a bit too wordy almost, but, uh, but it's very descriptive in letting you know when you're going in and out of different things and um, menus and frames and tables and all kinds of stuff, some of which Jaws would tell you before, but this just seems like a little bit more. So I've been using a lot of those kinds of features with it. I'm I'm still learning my way around it because I only got it a couple of months ago. And I will admit I haven't spent nearly as much time on my PC as I should be doing, considering it's new and it's awesome. Um, but, well, now you'll uh, be spending more time on your PC. Well, yeah, I'm. I'm. Well, I, these days I'm spending more time on my mat and my scale and bunches of other things that have um, the new Amazon Christmas presents. I've been spending more time with those lately. Oh, you'll phase back around it. Oh yeah, I, I mean, I'm sitting here at my computer right now because I uh, I will be posting a story circle on Thursday and I need to do a quick write up. And a lot of times when I'm doing like my Facebook and when I'm working with Zoom on the web and those kinds of things i prefer to do a lot of that stuff on the pc it's easier as a matter of fact zoom on the web i've not been able to figure out how to get the website for zoom to work on my iphone because it gives you a captcha but you can't click the audio oh you don't really to get on to get onto the website uh i can do it on the computer and it's just a checkbox and no big deal but if you're trying to access the uh, the Zoom website so that you can go into a bunch of the account settings and so on. Those things, I it seems like I have to do them on the computer because the CAPTCHAs don't work on the phone. You're probably better off doing it on the computer because it's probably a lot easier than doing that using Safari. For, uh, uh, yeah, and we're already talking about that Safari browser. Jenny likes it. <laughs> I think Chris likes it. I think it's one of the worst browsers yeah, I've yeah, ever seen. I don't mind it. Mm. Of course, I don't the thing mind I it miss, for the basics to get the job done. The that's thing all. I miss yeah. is you can't use the JAWS find, you know. Yeah. No, that's another thing you <laughs> Amen to that. There, there are certain things where, you know, just your 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 desktop, your JAWS, your, your stuff you're used to is just still the best. Well, I like that reader mode where it automatically you click that button and tap mm. it, and then all of a sudden your article's there. Well, you can do I like that. it too because uh, yeah. it, it, get, it reads all the texting. Doesn't, you don't get to hear a link, right. link, link, link. And link, now link, it does text. that in and all the stupid ads either. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, that will just drive <laughs> I like crazy. all of that. Oh. For those who are for those who 
those who are keeping track with me, I'm yeah. finally down to like 32 and a half pounds. Oh, my. Do you but I did find out... Go ahead, Oh, Marianne. sorry. Go, Go ahead, Marianne. Um, I, I'm down to like 32 and a half, which means I finally broke another little plateau, sort of. Uh, but I did find out something interesting. Uh, a year ago or so, I was on a friend's scale, and she had one of these metabolic scales that gives you all this information. And it told me that I had the metabolic age of like a 75-year-old person or something, which I was like, oh, my God, I'm not ready to hear that. I'm not yet 50. Uh, and I got my scale and uh, looked at all of the new data and the, my new scale, the, the app for it is almost fully accessible. All the data is fully accessible, which I really, really love. But it told me that my metabolic age went down to like 56. So I figure I gained about 20 years just from working out and losing weight. Good, good job. Well, we better take a few more callers. Good job. Uh, isn't there right. Bill uh, on the piece? Isn't on the key, hmm. keyboard with voiceover? Isn't there a fine command? I thought there, there is, used but to it be. doesn't work so well. Well, it used to, because I used to use it in Twitter and things like that. Why, well, Kip? You can do Safari. You have to learn your rotor and. You know, be able to yeah. move by headings and tables. And yeah, you can you can do that. But if you're looking for a specific place right. on the page, that's what I mean. Yeah, I can't find, I can't figure out how to do that in Safari. The so. headings and the rotor, I mean, those work very well. Yeah, I thought it used to be space with F or something simple like that. Or I don't know, Jenny. I've never with done it with a keyboard. I mean, I have a keyboard, keyboard, but yeah, I haven't tried that. A, I've been just on the phone. Yeah, you can do it, with it, but it doesn't work. So. No. Doesn't work so well. Doesn't work so well. We got any more raised hands, Jeff? Oh, yes, we do. We have Fran. I'm going to just give you a free. We have Fran, we have Gary, and we have Ellen. Okay. Fran, you're going to have to unmute your phone uh, when we ask you to unmute here. All right, Fran, when you unmute, uh, just let us know here. Maybe she's coming. Am I here? Yes, yes you, you are. are. Go ahead, Fran. All right. Good morning, everybody. Well, it's, uh, as usual, hot here in Texas. Yesterday, we were in the hundreds, and today we're going to cool off into the high 90s. So, you know, <laughs> and I hate, hate, hate hot weather. So I know. What am I doing in Texas? Well, yeah. all So what, what made you move to Texas, then? You should have stayed in California. Gary. <laughs> Starts oh, with oh, a G. True. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Starts with so, a G. Yeah, we had the long distance relationship thing going on for a while, and that just after a while was getting a little bit old. So, yeah. um, and uh, housing prices in California are so extremely high. Oh, that's... That I couldn't find anything. I wanted to stay in California because I was uh, doing a lot of things back there, you know, that I wanted to continue. I was go I was back in school. I was in three different choirs. I was doing a lot of stuff. I didn't want to leave it, but we could afford to live here. We couldn't afford to live there. Now Austin is getting just about as bad as California. Time to move. But, uh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I, I'd love to move back to California, but we don't have any place to stay there. My mother is not well so you know i wouldn't want to bother you know my aunt's taking care of her 
and uh well i agree with you about i agree with you about california uh fran because i spent time in orange county back in 19 uh, i think it was 81 and i really loved it out there but uh, oh i lived out there all my life and i never expected to leave but i couldn't i couldn't leave uh to move to california i had just started working for new york state so there was no way i could retire and just move to california so right it's expensive fran do you yeah. use any type of browser or do you get on the pc at all or um i do yeah i'm right i'm an antique i still use um God, I can't think of the name of it now. IE. IE, yeah. Hmm. Um, I still use that, and I still have a Windows 7 computer. I'm thinking about uh, updating it to Windows 10, but hmm. I haven't done it yet. Gary's, Gary's got Windows 10, and after I've seen him try to deal with it, I'm thinking, I don't know. <laughs> well, just... Just don't do a lot of shopping or things on your Windows 7 computer. But Oh, really? Yeah. Why is that? I'm curious. Well, I do shopping all the time on it. Well, when you use Internet Explorer, and Mike can speak better to this than even I can, um, it's not very secure, and it's a hacker's nightmare. I mean, oh, it's very easy to passwords off Internet Explorer. And I got a program I can run. If you use Internet Explorer, I can show you go in and, and just you every password you have hack every everything account. you've got. So just be a little careful. I'm not. It, it's not oh, our intent wow. to. Okay, it's good, like, to, good to know that because <clears throat> I buy things on there all the time. So. And you're lucky you haven't been. Uh, in compromised land because it is very bad. They don't support it any longer. And there's no security patches or there's nothing for it. So oh, I, I um, better hurry up and get my Windows 10 going then, huh? <laughs> well, I, I would just tell you to, to be very mindful and careful. You don't want to share your credit information with a few million friends and no i sure don't it's it's it it, it is a very very serious thing and and we've seen this happen unfortunately and it's it's a bad and people say i'm just not going to switch i'm not going to switch well we're not telling you yeah. to switch to switch, but it, oh no! I think people a lot of times are are kind of afraid to switch to something they don't know, and how big is the learning curve going to be, and nah. are they going to be able to do what they're used to doing? And some people just don't like change as much. And I know, but, and I'm telling uh, you, if I can do it, you can do it. Yeah, I, I'm sure I can. I don't have, but uh, I agree with you, Bill. By the way, on Safari, I do not like I it. No. <laughs> it's safer than Internet Explorer, but I do not it like it. It is, but I don't, I don't, I don't care for like it, especially for shopping and things. Ugh. Look, I don't like the way. Now, they tell me in the new version of your iPhone coming out in the fall that you will be able to choose your own browser by default on the iPhone. So if you don't want Safari coming up, you can get Edge or you can get Google Chrome or Firefox. Oh, that's nice. And yeah, that we just got, be... oh, speaking of new phones, we just got our SEs. And how are you liking those? I love it. It's a nice little phone. It's quick. It's uh, got a much better sound to it. I mean, even, even just the speakerphone itself sounds so much better. Oh, that's and good. And it sounds better. And... and you like it. So that's the main I thing. I like it, yeah. <clears throat> and it's affordable. 
Yes. And I suppose so. that's the key. Why go into way debt over a phone and add way more onto your monthly bill if you can help it? Yeah. So, we're, yeah, we're both Gary and I are very happy with our SE phones. Well, that so. is so cool. Very, very cool. And, and talk about people with hands raised. All right. Uh, Gary's all set up to go. Go ahead, right, Gary. Gary. Well, hey, everybody. Good morning. Uh, it's, I think, 70 here. It's supposed to be, what, 94 uh, today. Uh, yeah, we are enjoying these SEs. Mine has a couple of odd idiosyncrasies to it <laughs> now that I have to work around. You might want to share those with Mike because he just got uh, his new and he, he was... Well, one idiosyncrasy is if I'm using earbuds, and I just discovered this the other day, that when I get a phone call, I can't do the two-finger, you know, double-tap to answer. I have to, sometimes voiceover will freeze, but if I can get to the accept button, then I can answer the call. That's kind of bizarre. And then then I had an issue uh, earlier about changing voices. I couldn't do it. And they gave me a backdoor workaround, which seems to work. Um, but other than that, it's a great phone. I love it. I'm happy to finally gotten it. Uh, and talking about uh, masks and uh, affecting travel, I have noticed that um, when wearing a mask, it does kind of mess up my, what they used to call, I guess, facial vision. Um, but I think I'm adapting to it, uh, you know, now. But uh, it's... Uh, I'll be glad not to have to wear them. <laughs> if that day ever comes again. And I'm, I'm tired of hearing the TV, if you're watching CNN or Fox or whatever, you hear these people talking and you can tell they've got masks on. You know, their voices are kind of muffled or... Yeah. yeah, and what's funny is some people's voices sound muffled and some people's don't. So that's true. Me, it's, it all depends on the mask, I think, because... Well, when we were at the Verizon store the other day, I don't know if those people's masks were... They sounded pretty clear. I mean, and I'm sure they were making them wear Well, um, hopefully they were wearing masks. <laughs> I, I was, so if they weren't, you know, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, uh, you were. But they so sounded, you know, pretty That's uh, pretty good, normal. but I, I've heard them... It was a couple of weeks ago on CNN and all the news and every and I could I could tell these people were wearing masks. You could just tell it. Of course, some of these, if 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 you listen to some of those things, you'll notice the reporters, they just, especially the field correspondents, whatever they're using. I don't know if it's Skype or Zoom, whatever. It just does not sound good. Um, no. Uh, well, like that one lady that was on the news, I swear she sounded like she was in her bathroom hallway or something. Well, she was probably in her kitchen. Or in the bathroom or someplace. I don't know. So I was watching one of our weather people the other day, and he, was, he really needed to go inside because there are all these birds. Yeah. The birds were louder than he was. You know, and I'm thinking, you know, look, dude, go inside. We know that you're trying to, you know, spin this, but just go inside and do the weather because, you know, I don't need to hear all those grackles or whatever they were out there. It's called unidirectional mic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now that New York is on phase two, Gary, all, 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 the weather people and the news people, they're all coming back doing work from the studios now. So they're, they're getting yeah. away from that remote stuff. So I think they're doing that here, too, I'm sure. Uh, well, some of, them, some of them haven't got the memo yet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. We have one more sure. caller because I know you want to talk is and that is who is our pal Ellen in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay. Go ahead. 
Hey, good morning, folks. Um, two things. Well, to answer your question, Bill, uh, depending on what I'm doing as far as browser use, um, I like Chrome for email, but I do, uh, for browsing purposes, I use either uh, Firefox or Edge. Um, for I just I just like that, and that's nice, Bob Edge, because when you load it up, it says loading complete. So at least that way you know that you're good to start browsing. And then, um, but yeah, I um, I do I do stuff like that. Now, as far as the math thing goes, I don't mind it. I mean, uh, even though it does obstruct a little t- a little bit, but what I can I'm not, and I have to quit doing which I have done, is not wear my glasses when I go out because it fogs up. So, so you know. But then I'm again, like, okay, then you I'm can't at... see as well either, can you, if you don't wear your glasses? No, well, no, it, it actually, um, it diminishes part of my distance vision, but I'm, I'm still able to see okay. It just, yeah. Wasn't there, there was a morning show that we did on All Things Radio, Ellen. I don't remember which podcast it was where they were talking about ways to prevent your glasses from fogging up. And I thought they said if you wash your glasses with uh, shaving cream and then rinse them off, it, it leaves a slight film on the glass. It doesn't have any effect on your vision, but it prevents the glasses from fogging up. I'm not totally sure, but you might want to look that up on on Google. Yeah, there. I remember there was something similar to that, and then also they talked about that on NPR and stuff like that too. But it's just easier for me right now just to go without them when I when when I wear the mask because uh, you know. And I've got we've got three different types of masks, and the black one. I'll tell you, the black ones they uh, attract heat in it. But I've also got a uh, white one, and I've also got a turquoise blue one and they don't do that as much so and those two are very breathable at least but They're anyway not so i just good. thought i'd come out with those you know those kind of things answer your question good. not so good but anyway well ellen you stand by there and you have a good day and we'll i'm sure you'll be back in before this conversation's over with so do we have any more callers jeff no we're all caught up right now okay Michael, what's the number one, what would you say would be the number one browser right now, the most popular browser on the market today? I think numbers, Chrome is the most popular. But again, as we said, Chrome, Edge, Chromium, and Brave, they all use the same back-end technology. So any differences are going to come down to the way your screen reader does it. Yeah, Chrome by, by far. By far, right now, almost 70% of the market is is owned by Chrome. Now, that used to be Internet Explorer, but we, we've talked about that and talked about it and talked about it. Number two is Edge. Edge is number two. Yeah, Edge it's is, gaining. It's gaining. It's, it's gaining in popularity, and there's good reason. There's now, Microsoft n- is finally pushing Edge. In the past, they haven't done that, but they're actually going to push it out in updates now. Right, they're going to push it out. That they've done in the past. Right, and and that should work. Um, I'll tell you what browser, at least from my point of view, has really gone downhill. Maybe it's me, Mike, but the, I think Firefox. It's not as edge. It's not as good as it used to be. I don't know why, but it just it doesn't perform as as well as it used to. And maybe it's my computer, but I use uh, Chrome, I use Edge, and I use Brave, 
And of course, they're all, they're all from the same operating system. But Firefox just doesn't seem to cut it as much anymore. Have you noticed that at all? Have you played with Firefox these days? Uh, I use it once in a while when there's certain sites that it seems to work better on. But I think they're, they've tried to do more blocking of things. And I think yeah, and it, it does a good job. The only time I use Firefox, one thing about Microsoft Edge, and I don't know if this happens with you guys. You go to a website and you're used to logging into it every day, blah, blah, blah. And it gets into this password saving mode and this screen and you have to try to get out of it so you can get on and log in it gets it gets some kind of screen up there and it just drives you crazy with this microsoft edge do you want to remember this? i think you could tab over and turn that off i know you can in chrome Right, it keeps wanting to fill in your passwords. You right, fill in, your, like fill in your passwords and all that kind of stuff, and you can't get rid of it, and it bothers Try you. Try tapping. I've seen it. I, I had that issue, too, and I eventually there was a button that said disable or something. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's a problem. Then the other browsers that come in there, Safari and Firefox, are about tied. They're about tied, where... You know, an Internet Explorer, of course, is now down at the very bottom, and for good reason. And, you know, Mike, we just can't emphasize enough. I know it's easy. One thing I am going to work with on Brian's tutorial, Brian Hartron's tutorial, is how to use Edge, and you can use it in Internet Explorer mode so you can still get some of the same feel of Internet Explorer. Have you ever messed with that, Mike? I haven't, but I think the real purpose for that is more for older websites that still work better in Internet Explorer. It, it's that's I don't think it's so much that to help you use it like IE. It's it's more to render websites that were still kind of based on IE right. you know, sites that haven't been updated in the last five or six years or more. Right. You know what you're finding more too, Mike? Because I, for example, I have a, a Albany Prime Care Physicians, and they use a website, and it will not work with IE anymore. I I, I don't use IE except for their RSS reader. But I don't buy anything on IE. I don't do any of that stuff. But when I went to the, the my 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 medical doctor's the website, it just it just would not load. It said will not work with IE. Period. Uh, you either use Firefox, Google Chrome, or Edge, and that's what the message said. So you're going to be running into this more and more and more. Here's an interesting thing I found out um, last week. I meant to mention it on the Speak to Me website. When you go to their website. It is not secure, but when you check out, it does take you to a secure cart. And I thought that was kind of an interesting way to do things. Well, well, that's going to cause some problems, Chris, because Google and other entities now want your whole experience to be secure. And yeah. if you're not, it, it'll flash up there and say, this site's not secure. You're Not secure. So we have to work on that all the time, don't we, Micah? Yeah, and so they can do that technically, but eventually they're going to start getting errors from their web browsers that say this site may not be, you know, secure. Yep. You know, just thought so that was. Do you want to continue? So that's going to hurt them. The it's because people they need to make it all HTTPS. We uh, did that last year, wasn't it, Bill? Like right. July or something. It was right, and they built their website, and they they just don't do it, and it will cost them. It will cost them dearly. We used to, in the store, if the certificate would go away, um, we would lose customers. They said, well, I don't want to shop on a website that's not that's not secure. Is your site not secure? What's the problem? You know, and you can't have that. You can't afford to do that. I think we got a raised hand maybe, Jeff? Yes, we do. Gary, you're going to have to unmute, unmute yourself. yourself. 
and I'm sure he'll do that. Okay, I should be. Yeah, hopefully now I'm unmuted. Go ahead. Um, Yeah, an Edge question. Um, It seems that I I can't see the menus in Edge. There must be some setting I need to tweak somewhere because I can't see them in any or in Google Chrome either. When I use that, they don't have the same kind of menu structure. Uh, You have to hit the you have to hit the Alt key or Alt F. And you will get the all key will bring up the menus. All key will bring up the thing you want to do in in any of those browsers, right? You hit Alt F and you up arrow like two or three times. So it says settings and press enter and then go into those settings. And that's where you make your changes and tweak it. And then you have to go, if you're like me and you want to set where all your files are saved, you go down to the bottom and there's a more button. Right. Then you go in there and tell it, like, where do you want files to save? Uh, Right. Yeah, see, I was was just doing Alt. And I, why am I not getting menus? So Alt F. I need that F in there. Yeah, okay. for file, but you up arrow to settings. Yeah. And there's one other thing you can do in there, and I learned this in my Salesforce class last year. It has to do with the size, and it's like 100%. So if you're blind, you can lower it to 75 or even 50%. So it makes text smaller, but it fits more on the screen, and that might improve your accessibility if you're not sharing it beside the people. Right, yeah. and that, okay. that, yeah, that's a that. good one. The, you know, my problem, and I know we got another caller, but my problem with that that I'm having with with I it's hard to make bookmarks work as good as they did in the old IE. You know, to get to your bookmarks and get them categorized and to do all that type of stuff. Do you have any trouble with bookmarks, Mike? I have it myself, but then again. No, not usually. I still use the whatever it is, Control D to add it to the favorites, and then I go into the favorites, and it's up near the top of the menu. Um, yeah. You know, so you go back to your address bar, and then it's right there where you can pop that down and, and look at it. Back yeah, to your, that your favorites. fill-in feature, I don't even save them anymore, because usually if you've been there, if you start typing the first few letters of it, it'll fill it in and take what you Right, that, that will yeah, happen a lot of times. That's the way I do it. But when you run your sea cleaner and whatever, if, if you clean your cookies or clean the... Well, it's going to erase that. It's yeah, going to yeah, erase it that. Does. But if you use cleaner, it's I do not like the password manager. I, I don't feel... I, if someone ever stole my computer or got on my computer, I, I, I turn that off completely. I don't, I don't want it to remember my passwords. I, well, I, good sites won't allow it to work anyway. Like I want to just put my passwords in manually. I don't really want right. my computer well, then, to remember yeah, them. Yeah, you don't want to do that anyway. So, but... Yeah, I, I, I one of my customers the other week who did the same thing, you know, did the same thing. And I just said, no, it's it's not. I had one who wanted, well, I want, I'm using Windows 7, but I know I'm going to have to go to 10, but I want it to look like Windows 7. Now, you can do that. You can do that. You can make it. There's a program like Classic Shell where we can make your computer look like a menu. You know, that can be done. But more importantly, there's there's some keystrokes you can use like a Windows X that brings up all your programs and everything right in one big list that you can use, you know, use with Windows. So um, there's all kinds of ways around it. You know, but you can, but we can make you a menu system that that does that. And everybody has their own quirks and the, the, the way the way they like things. But I, I really think the browsers are really pick up once um, Apple lets you um, 
choose your own default browser on your iPhone if you don't have to use Safari because then I think Safari would even go farther down. Well, when I switch, every time I've ever switched from 98 to XP to 7 to now 10, I just, I never changed. I just went to the new system. I didn't, I just want to learn it. I don't want to make it look like another one. Right, right. I just want to know it is. I, you know, and when I hear people say, well, I want to go back. It's not going back. It's not going back. Yeah, I don't quite get that. So let's go forward, move forward. And if we need to customize something for you, then we do it. You know, to make it easier for you, but it's going to throw another browser into the mix, and that's Brave. I I, I love that browser. I use it all the time, Tim. I do. It is my default. Brave is my default. That's browser. mine yep. as well. Same, I I love here. it. I, I it's it's quick and it it gets rid of a lot of ads and stuff like that. Ads. But the, yep. the only thing about Brave is, isn't it hard to play let's say you want to go to play a winamp file you you it want is, to... but if it but if it, what i do is i'll let up download the pls file but if it's a shoutcast thing and it'll download it in my in my downloads folder and then i go from there and then play it in winamp and i can save yeah, that that's right because if it's if it's just an mp3 like a podcast it'll just start playing right in the browser with the accessible media controls right. but but don't yeah. i recall it doesn't have as many controls when you go to the more button it's i mean can you, like the one thing in Google Chrome that I love that I haven't seen in any of these other browsers, can you go to the more button and go down and find something to send? Say like, a, I want to send a page to the desktop because I'm going to go here all the time to this website and I want it on my desktop. I can do that with Google Chrome. I've never seen a way to do that with Edge yet or could you do that with Brave? I haven't seen that on Brave, but then again, I haven't done that lately, so it's been quite a while. Have you, Mike? I haven't seen no, that I, on Brave. No, I, I don't. I don't. He's talking about making a desktop shortcut to a website. So right. I don't do that, but I can go look and see if that function is there. I've never seen that with Edge or the other. I, I think you're right, Bill. I haven't found that either. Right. That, that's one feature I particularly like. Let's say... I've got somebody and I'm setting up their computer and I'm sitting here and I said, they love to go to Bard Express, but they don't remember all the address and whatever. Well, if I can put that Bard Express on their desktop or Bard or whatever, or I don't know, maybe it's something else. I don't know, but it makes it easier for them. Mike, I'm going to ask you, know, everyone talks about all these problems with web browsers and viruses and all that other garbage. Have you ever been, a, have you ever played with Linux? Because I was thinking about playing with Linux, not because I want to necessarily go to it as a primary operating system, but just to, just because I like to keep the brain active and learn new technology. Have you done Linux and do you like Linux or have you ever played with it? I have played with it. It's been a couple of years. The good thing about Linux, like the Mac and unlike Windows, uh, is that you can, you know, you can boot from a CD or something and use it and test and it has speech built in you can press what it's been a while since i've done alt f2 or whatever it is and bring up speech and so i'm a little frustrated because yeah windows they've added narrator and while it's installing you can press control windows enter and bring up speech but it doesn't tell you anything i mean you don't know the status you don't know what's going on so well one thing about narrator i don't know if you know this but code factory just came out with an elegance for narrator so if you'd like to buy that from code factory you can do that so if you don't like the voices on narrator you can put eloquence on your narrator in windows i'm yeah, sorry about, <laughs> go ahead mike the sappy five and use it for anything but 
I made the mistake of buying it just for NVDA, which I didn't yeah. need to after all. And then I should have just, if I wanted to write half a sappy five, and then I could have used it for narrator. True. I'm Tim, did you want to say something? I, I thought I I've you. got a, I got a call. Okay. Oh, should I go ahead? Yeah, I should have been giving out that 317 number too. Go ahead. Good morning, Bill. This is Debbie and Lafayette. I thought I'd pass along a little piece of information I found out last weekend. You were talking about disabling the touchpad on these laptops. I found out, at least with the Lenovo computer, that when you turn your computer on and it starts to talk, uh, you push, press the F6 key. That's the F6 key, and it will disable the touchpad. But you have to do that every time you turn on your computer. But it's easier than the mouse anyway. So, uh, yeah, me and that little rose don't get along too well. <laughs> hey, you all have a great day. And you can put this on the air sometime or whenever it's appropriate. Bye-bye. Well, yeah, those, those keys are there, but they're specific to each type of computer. Yeah. So Toshiba yep. might have one, and HP might have one, and, you know. So I, I wish they would all do it like my first Toshiba that I had had a specific on-off button for the touchpad. Well, I, I remember those, Tim. The, they, the, those have been around for years, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah that was like oh, 10 years ago, almost. Eight. Yeah. And it's like JAWS. I'd like to be able to label buttons on the screen with JAWS, like they do with Apple, where you can hit, you know, if you have an iPhone, you can triple tap and it, you can label a button. But there's no way to really label buttons easily with JAWS. I have a, a program called NordVPN. It's a VPN that I use um, so I can listen to radio stations that you're not necessarily supposed to listen to. Uh, I, uh, Jeff? Should, yes? Busted. I know. I got busted. <laughs> you know what? But what Debbie mentioned there, that is one of the most annoying things to me about laptops is they reassign your function key. So if you want to use a function key, you got to press another key in conjunction with it. Oh, or if you want yes. to turn that off, you got to go into the BIOS of the computer and turn that off. And We're doing that all the time, all the time, all the time. We that have a hand raised from Gail. We got Gail in Sock Rapids. I'll get her unmuted. Okay. Go. Hi. Go ahead, Gail. I just wanted to congratulate, I can't remember her name, you know, on her weight loss. Mary How can you forget yeah. Mary Ann? Congratulations on your weight loss and, and um, keep up the good work, you know. Mm. And as far as things go, as far as the computer, you know, I was kind of scared to go to Windows 10, but I'm really getting used to it. And like I said, I have people, computer people, my computer company that has worked with me with stuff. And like I said, I'm using I'm using somewhat um, Internet Explorer because that was his recommendation. That was my computer guy's recommendation. But I'm using um, uh, uh um, what is it called? Uh, the Chrome? accessible, the accessible browser. Oh, uh, Edge. Edge. I'm using Edge. I'm using two or three of them. I'm using two or three of them. So I, you know, you know, it depends on what happens. And you know, as long as it's still working for me, there's still things I need to learn. But what I'd like to do is trap somebody, or should I say, capture somebody for a while, a blind person who could like help me remotely to understand edge a lot better and and i'm not using chrome i i don't use brave but like i said edge and ie mm -hmm. for some things but not but i'm kind of going over the other way i i would now this is just me personally but any and mike and i've done this for years and years and jeff's been working in training and, and whatever the case may be 
I would, I would have a problem with a computer person who supposedly a computer tech telling people to keep on using um, Internet Explorer. I agree. I, uh, Michael, what do you think? Yeah, he just lost creds with me. Just I, I agree because in, even when I worked for New York State back in 2010 when I retired, they, they were getting rid of Internet Explorer real quickly, even back then. So, I mean, I, I understand from what, that Microsoft still still packages it with Windows. and you buy a, a Windows disk for Windows 10, you're going to get Internet Explorer. And I, I still understand, Mike, and I, I can't believe that this is true, but I, I read an article somewhere that there are businesses that still insist on using IE. Did you know that? Yeah, I've heard that. Yes, that is true. And I believe even the 2020 census form said you could use it with IE. Right. I, they I didn't even surprised. mention the, the new browsers. And I'm, I'm surprised. That's another topic for another week. These. Uh, well, why doesn't Windows just automatically pack ads and take Internet Explorer out? And just it, it's a business Because, thing. Jennifer, there are corporations and government that still insist on IE. They're using older right. technologies. I know. It. When I, was, when I even do it on the home computers. When, when I think I, that's going to happen soon. Like I, I said, they're pushing gonna edge now. I, and I think there's going to come time just, when they take yeah. it out. Just so, just so people know, um, if you do start to do the census, um, Edge works really well. Yeah. I used uh, Brave for the census when I filled it out quite a while ago. Let me ask you yeah. a question, Mike. Um, uh, I was installing the Sonos software for my Sonos system, and it may, and you may run into this. And I got this thing for Microsoft. Is, it said this is not an approved program. It was a Microsoft Store experience thing. I could not get rid of that dialog box until a certain time had elapsed. I don't know. Is there a way of getting rid of that? Is there a way to you know how to disable that? I mean. Uh, I just thought it was horrible to have to deal with that on my computer when I updated to the Sonos controller version 2. So I just thought maybe you might run into that if you ever install the Sonos software well, on your computer. Well, I'll install it today and see if I see that. I'm not familiar with that one. I know what you say where it said this app this app was blocked. Windows blocked this app, and then you have to say allow. But is it that yeah. or something? And yeah, it's something like that. But I couldn't find the allow button for a while. And and, and, and I waited about a minute or two because I said, well, I'm not going to get Because your, your screen reader can get locked into that. Oh, it can. Then you have to get out alt tab or use your arrows and get out of that dialogue to the. You know, I wanted to punch the monitor and I said, "No, I better not do that." You know. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get a couple of these raised hands, Jeff, and then we better Thank go you. to. We better check our blood pressure because you could make our blood pressure rise. So, we we better do this demo on. Okay. Well, we've got Gary and we have Fran coming up. Okay. So let. All right. I'm, I'm going to ask you to unmute Fran, and I'm going to ask you to unmute as well, Gary. Okay, now I think I'm unmuted. Just a quick IE comment. Uh, sometime back, I was uh, helping Fran fix a uh, technical issue with Amazon customer service, I think it was, and they wanted me to use IE. And I was shocked because they wanted me to use something else. Well, you, you remember, I don't know about you, but I've always often had very frustrating experience with S with. Amazon and their accessibility customer, they didn't even, I, I remember I was having trouble with that little microwave down in Florida. They didn't even know they had a little microwave that you could use Alexa. Yeah. yeah. Well, somehow they were able to fix this issue. Uh, I don't know how, but because I know what you're talking about. But, uh, yeah, I was kind of surprised. They told me to go to IE. So, well, there you go, Mike. There's the credibility there, right, Mike? They, they haven't got the memo yet. Because I don't use it myself, so right. you know, I was really. They just haven't right. got the menu, the memo yet, Gary. I guess not. Yeah. <laughs>
And Fran, what did you want to say? Um, I just have a couple of questions. First of all, since IE is not a good thing to do, um, n- what can I do for... Uh, my phone's babbling at me. Okay, what um, what browser can I use with a Windows 7 computer and be a little bit more secure? And also, how hard is it to upgrade from Windows 7 to 10? I think my computer will probably take it, just, you know. Well, it's uh, anything that you're going to anything that you use is going to be better. Okay, so okay. that that's the first thing. Anything that you use is better than IE. So whether you use Firefox, whether you use Google Chrome, or whether you use Microsoft Edge, it's or Brave or whatever you use. And Gary, well, I don't can, think you could do Edge on Windows Seven. I could be wrong on that. that I don't that's think so. What I my, that's what I was told. And I'm not, I don't even know about Google Chrome as well, Mike. But probably can be used. I think Chrome and Brave and Firefox. Yeah, yeah Chrome can. Right. Oh, okay. So you can use Chrome and you, you'll be okay. If you, But it is not that bad to upgrade to Windows 10. In fact, I think maybe that page is still out there. You can do it for free, I think. Ah, that'd be nice. So free is always good. That gets your attention. Yes. That will get your attention. Yeah, uh, my my favorite four-letter word. Free, uh, free. Just and, <laughs> and my favorite six-letter word. Backup. Just make sure you got anything important, just in case something goes awry. If you're going to do a, you know, if you're going to convert seven to ten. Right. Did you, if you sure. have like documents or maybe you can just get Gary or get you a flash card and copy some of the things over that you that you really don't want to lose. Right. Uh, Gary's laughing there. No. Yes, I know. <laughs> I want to mention one real quick thing before we go into the demo, and we'll, we'll do some research on this, but this was mentioned on Jonathan Mosen's Mosen at Large podcast, because, Bill, you said something about headsets. Yeah, we and, want to talk about some headsets, and we're going to be doing some research on that. that right, you can I want to mention for, real quick, and yeah. I think this might set you back about $100, so it may not be for everyone, but it's called Optus, and it was made for gamers, but the cool thing is it has two sound cards in one headset, and then there's a control on the wire that you can mix the balance between the two different sound cards. So you could have your speech in one and your Zoom or whatever conference in the other one or your Winamp or whatever you're doing. So that would be nice if you're doing a broadcast too. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's so we'll have to cool. see how it sounds. That's why we pay you the big bucks, Michael. Um, for for things like that. Do we have anything else and I don't want to cut anybody off for any more. We do have a fan. hand raise from Bill. Um, okay, we'll get to him just one second. Jeff Fran, are you still okay. there or are you going? Okay. All right. Go ahead, Bill. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, yeah Bill. you got it. Real quick, Real quick. I don't know if you guys noticed, I was cutting it out. I just had a big storm go through with hail, high winds, my sirens went off. We had a tornado somewhere. That's why I had to cut in and out to see what oh. was going on. So, and it's well, still raining here. I mean, And I had probably 70, 80 mile an hour winds here and hail just a little bit ago when you guys were talking. Oh. And so I just I let you know what the weather did here. And as far as the browser, I like itch. And I still have IE on my phone, on my laptop, on my, my uh, desktop. Because sometimes you use IE for, I never, I don't, in fact, I don't do any purchasing on the computer at all for anything. Yeah. But uh, I use IE because IE works with something that I uh, like to use. Like there's, oh, like the local newspaper back in Indiana, I'll get it. And IE works better with it than Edge for some reason. It, work, Edge works, but it's just IE is much faster when I'm using it. I can just find stuff a lot faster. There you go. But I got, yeah. So, but Edge is, Edge is real good. Okay, so good enough. Get your demo. Well, be safe. 
we got to keep you around so I can aggravate you. So, um, who is next, Jeff? Do we have anybody? We're here? all caught up. That's it. All right. Well, I guess it's time for maybe. Hold on here a second. Um, there we go. Well, it's time for Chris and Dave's award-winning demo. Or is that the only award-winning Jeff's newscast, I think? Oh, but, no, I'll, I'll, I'll pass the baton to Chris and Dave. Yeah, but whatever. It's something. And do you want to say anything about this demo before we get this started, Chris and well, Dave? I have a blood pressure cuff, and we've had a number of talking blood pressure cuffs, and I still like my old one, but it is getting a little old. But the thing that attracted my attention to this one is it has two cuffs. Now, one's supposed to be large and one's supposed to be regular, but there's very, very little difference. And if you've ever tried to adjust the cuff on your own arm with one hand, it can be difficult. In fact, I don't even like to loan my old one for anybody to even use here at the house because then I have to go through adjusting the cuff again. So this having two cuffs is really nice if two people want to use it because you can each have your own cuff and leave it adjusted. Very, very good. This demo is about, what, 25 minutes, 28 minutes, 20? 27, I think. 27. I knew it was somewhere in the... But listen to this one, and I think you're going to find it very helpful. And anybody that might be on the edge who... You know, some of us get to an age where we need to check that blood pressure or any age as far as that goes. But anything that's going to help us, I'm all for it. So sit back and listen to the demo. Good morning, everyone. It's time now for another demo. And today we are doing a little bit of medical stuff, medical pieces of equipment. And Chris and I have made a purchase of a new blood pressure gauge. And uh, we purchased it from Speak To Me. And it seems to be a pretty good unit. And the first thing I will do is have Chris give you the information about the product. We have a blood pressure monitor. I've had one for 18 years and, and I still like it very much. But it's getting a little age on it. <clears throat> and uh, the thing that was intriguing about this one is it has two cuffs, which means I don't know if any of you have ever tried to adjust the cuff on your own arm, which you have to do one-handed. That can be very hard. So it has two cuffs, so we can each have one that's adjusted properly without having to readjust the cuff all the time. This is a HealthSmart brand premium series. As Dave said, it's from Speak To Me. The, they only have one. All you have to do is choose the one with two cuffs and it, it talks. Speak To Me's phone number is 800-248-9965 or you can go to Speak To Me catalog. That's all one word. S-P-E-A-K-T-O-M-E-C-A-T-A-L-O-G dot com and type blood pressure in the search field. Right now they have three different units. And as I recall, it's the first one that comes up, but it does say talking and it does have two cuffs listed. Now, it, as I said, it's a health smart brand. 
and Health Smart's number should you have a question, a technical question about the unit itself. Health Smart's phone number is 800 526 4753. This unit at the moment at Speak to Me is $79.95. And there is shipping. Uh, the shipping is not included. Okay, the unit is about um, five inches wide, and it's about um, oh, we're going to guess and say seven inches between seven and eight inches long. And when it's sitting on the table, uh, the length goes you know front to back is the length is the longest part and that and the that's toward you and away from you holding it that way right and the skinny it it slants down it's kind of wedge shaped only it doesn't come to a point but it's kind of wedge shaped yeah and and it slants down um i guess they did that to make it easier for sighted people to look at the screen or whatever and it's it's thinner at the bottom and uh, a thicker, I mean, uh, yeah, thicker, at thicker the at the top. And at the top, it, it's probably close um, four inches high at the top. When you get down to the bottom, it's about inch and a half, maybe. I don't even know if it's quite that much. Something like that. At the, at the bottom. <clears throat> when you take the unit out of the box, it, it comes with two cuffs. And it has uh, the batteries uh, were not in, in, in included, so we had to put batteries in it. And it takes four double A batteries. And um, if you look at the, it comes with a case. It comes with a, with a case and an AC adapter. Now the adapter does not charge the batteries, but it does allow you to run the unit on electric if you have dead batteries. So that's okay, I guess. <laughs> All right. As I said, when you take it out of the box, you have the the unit itself, and then you have the two cuffs. Um, one slightly bigger than the other, not much. but not much. And, you know, because you can adjust those to work on, you know, it, it's, it, it is also two user, a two user machine. So you can set, you can take readings, um, like I could take readings for myself and use this, the second user bank and Chris could use that for hers, or the other way around, you know, whichever. We can each have our own user bank. So I'm gonna f- flip the unit upside down, and I have it turned so that the skinny, and I have the face down on the table, and I have the skinny end of the unit facing me, and I'm looking at the, have my hands, on the back and I'm bringing them uh, towards the front of the unit and there's a little thing with little ridges on it and you push that towards the back and that opens up the compartment where you put the batteries. And the way they did the batteries is spring is the uh, minus side of the battery or the flap side and the pointed side goes the opposite. 
So you put the flat end in against the spring. Pretty standard. Yeah, and you do that with uh, all four batteries. And like a lot of things, every other battery goes, you know, all, they the, the batteries alternate the directions they face. Yeah, so you just follow with the springs. If you just look at the springs, you know that the flat side of the battery is going to go to that spring. And then you, um, once you get, it, get them in, you put the door back on the unit and slide it forward because we still have it face down well I don't now I have it in my hand but normally you'd have it face down and you slide the door till it snaps towards you and that takes care of that there are <clears throat> on the left hand side of the unit with the skinny part of the unit facing me and the thicker part of the unit away from me on the left-hand side of the unit towards the back. Now, this is on the side, not on the top. There is a round hole. And when, as I said, when you take it out of the box, you've got two cuffs. So you can choose one of the cuffs. And the cuff is, is like a, a standard blood pressure cuff. It's got Velcro on it. And you can... Um, unfasten that if you wish to do that. Well, you almost have. You to. almost have to. And there is a long hose inside of that cuff. And on the end of that hose, there is a little connector with a little round plug, like on the end of it. And that plugs into this hole that is on the left side of the blood pressure gauge. Now. I'm going to keep my hands on the side where the blood pressure cuff plugs into the unit itself, and I'm going to go to the back, keeping my hands on, on the left-hand side, and I'll go to the back unit, and there's another round hole, and that's where your AC adapter that's in the box plugs into that. So if... It does not charge the batteries, but it does allow you to use it on electric if you do have dead batteries. For no batteries. Or huh. if you just want to use it on electric, most of the time, yeah, that'll save the life on your batteries because you're not using them. You're using the AC adapter. <coughs> okay, the unit is sitting upright now, sitting flat on the table, and the skinny end of the unit is facing me. And if my I put my hands on the front on the top of the unit and bring them to the front, I'm going to see three rectangular buttons. That's the end closest to That's you. That's the end closest to you. They're down almost at, if you take your hands and you find the bottom edge and you bring them up, the first thing you're going to come to are the three buttons. They're pretty good size. The first button on the left is your set button. The second button it's a little bit longer than the other buttons, and that is your power on and off. And the third button over is your memory button. So right now, I've got the batteries in the unit, and I have the uh, end of the hose for one of the cuffs. I've chosen one of the cuffs, and I'm going to plug that hose, end of the hose, into the left-hand side of the uh, meter, which I have it there. I have 
Now, normally, uh, I would unwrap this thing, but because I have it adjusted for my arm, I'm and not... because it's so hard to readjust. Yeah, it's kind of hard to get it adjusted. With one uh, hand. You take, the, you take the Velcro and you just, you know, uh, open it up, put it on your arm, and you, you, you bring it up past the elbow, just a little bit past the elbow on your arm. And you'll, where this hose connects to the huff, the huff, <laughs> where it connects to the cuff, um, if you put your fingers on the inside of the cuff, that hose is about an inch, should be about an inch above where your elbow bends so, on the inside of your arm. So when you put that cuff on, you want to put it on with the hose end where the cu where the hose connects to the cuff that end facing your down toward your wrist and if you're not sure of the placement take it to your doctor or your pharmacist right so <clears throat> then you and then you fold the velcro up until you until the cuff is just snug on your arm and if you stick your fingers and where that hose, um, like I said, the, the, the end that is facing your wrist, um, you should be able to get your, just get your finger between that, you'll feel the end of that hose when you stick your fingers inside the cuff. And so you just draw that Velcro up until it's just snug. Don't make it real tight on your arm because the machine will do that when it checks the blood pressure. And so, you know, you close your Vel Velcro and make sure it's you got, you know, a, a good, uh, that the Velcro is, is connected tight or snug. So the next thing I'm gonna do is I have the blood pressure cuff on my arm and it's connected to the machine. And what I'm gonna do is find, you know, looking for my buttons on the front of the, on the, the top of the unit, but down at the front towards me. And what I want is the middle button. And I am going to make sure my recorder's over close enough to the machine to pick up. Okay, I'm going to, uh, the power button in for about a second and then we'll hear what happens here. Please ensure that the cuff is at the same level as your heart. Do not move and keep quiet. Now if you are ready, let's begin. It's going to do this automatically now. Yeah, it's an auto inflate and auto deflate.
Your systolic pressure is 148 millimeters of mercury. Your diastolic pressure is 86 millimeters of mercury. Your heart rate is 67 beats per minute. Your blood pressure indicates mild hypertension. Measurement complete. Okay, now, uh, one thing you might want to know is if, if you don't have that cuff adjusted quite right, you, you mess with that until you get the right snugness. And uh, I could take it again, but I won't because uh, <laughs> I don't know how much difference uh, it's going to take. So, anyway, I will um, let this unit shut itself off automatically it automatically will shut it off i have a light probe here if i want to make sure that the unit is off and it is it's it's the unit is off what light he's getting is kitchen light yeah there's a little bit of kitchen light well one of the reasons that it's, it could be a little high because I, I was a little bit nervous about doing this because I want everything to go right. Well, now, this is a hard demo to do, and you'll find out why in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, the unit powers itself off after about eight seconds if you don't do anything. Now, the other thing, as I said, this is a two-user machine. And it, I will say it's a little bit difficult to switch user banks. That part does not talk. It does not talk. And what I have figured out, I had to really play with it to try to get it to get it to work. So uh, what I figured out is <clears throat> if you after you're done or after I'm done with mine and Chris wants to take hers uh, what I do is I push the left button on the front of the unit for just a second so that it turns my uh, it, it, it brings up a, 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 a set setting menu so I'm going to do that press that then I'm going to come over to the memory button and I'm going to press that Okay, and after I press that, I'm going to press and hold the power button for uh, about eight seconds or so. And the bird is making noise and in I the cage. I can't do anything about it because I'm <laughs> sitting here with a blood pressure cuff on my arm attached to the machine. So. Okay, the, I held the power button in to save because I, I used the memory button to switch user banks after I pressed the set button and then held the power button in and that should have switched it to the second user. There's no guarantee though because it yeah. doesn't talk. You, you, uh, you, you pretty much got a guess. We called Ira and they're showing a stick figure person with a one or a two. Yeah, we are going to kind of complain about that because why, why, you know, if they're going to give you the user bank, they need to make it a little bit easier. Well, we can do it. Most times. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to, Chris has put her cuff um, on her arm and I have it plugged into the machine and I'm going to press and hold the button just for a second or so. 
sure that the cuff is at the same level as your heart. Do not move and keep quiet. Now if you are ready, let's begin. It's taking her pressure now.
So what I did is I just pressed the re the memory button to recall the memories. That's the button on your right. On, Mem on memory one means that was my first reading in that memory. It does not mean user one. Right. And the word it's trying to say is optimal. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I kind of figured that anyway. Well, but. it doesn't say it quite right, but. Um, so if she ta if, if we don't change it at all, she uses her cup and takes the readings. It'll just add to the memory. It'll say like memory two, memory three, mem up to sixty memories. Would you like me to unplug my cuff? Yeah, that, that's fine. And because um, I still use my old one, he uses this one some. I still use my old one, but I can use this one. Yeah, I think she's scared. No, I like I like my old one's done a really good job, but I know it's getting some age on it. You know, it's 18 years old. It's pretty but old for the unit. Um, it does what it's supposed to, um, but there are some things it won't do, um, like give you the average, your average blood pressure. It shows it apparently. But I think the voice is pretty clear on it. I prefer the female voice, and Chris prefers the male voice for in her old one. I think that's why she likes to yeah, use that. Yeah, that's one reason I like to use it. And as I said, it, ta it takes four AA batteries, and uh, it does have come with the AC adapter that you can use. It doesn't charge the batteries. It just allows you to be able to use it on electricity until you can get another set of batteries or if you just want to leave it plugged into the AC adapter. And also, it does tell you in the manual that it will t average the last three readings. We can't get that out of it. Apparently, that part doesn't talk either. So we will, um, if we can figure that out, we'll we'll uh, let you folks know about it, you know, uh, whenever we find out how to get it to do it, because I have tried everything I can think of and couldn't get it to do it. I don't think that part talks, and I don't think the date and time settings talk. No, that, the date and time settings don't talk. Now, if you have a sighted person, I guess that... Um, can help you set that up. Or IRA. Or probably uh, use IRA or whatever. Um, you know, you could you could probably get it set up and then it would probably give you the time. Normally in these blood pressure gauges they don't with speech and I don't know why they have not figured out how to do that. <laughs> anyway, that's uh, a general description of how this unit works. And I have Chris give you the information about it one more time. Again, this is this is a talking blood pressure monitor with two cuffs, premium series from Speak to Me catalog. Uh, it is currently seventy nine dollars and ninety five cents. It is a HealthSmart brand. If you wish to talk to Speak to Me. Their phone number is 1-800-248-9965. They're very nice. Um, you can order it by phone or you can go to speaktomecatalog.com, which is one word. And if you have subscribed to the Coffee Club email list, there will be a link in the email to that. If you have specific technical questions about the unit itself, the number to HealthSmart is 800 526 Four seven five three, and they are open eight to five Central Time. 
Now, the only other thing I wanted to say is when you're using that memory button, um, for example, if Chris had more than one reading on here, all I would have to do is, is uh, if, it's, if it's on her bank, user bank, uh, is every time you press the menu or the memory button, it switches to the next, like in memory one, memory two, memory three, up to 60 memories and after it hits 60 it it will rewrite it'll start rewriting over it drops off the oldest ones and anytime you want to clear the memory for whichever user bank you're using you just hold the set button which is the button on the left on the front and you hold it in for about five seconds and it'll ding and say memory clear that's about all the time we have for this demo. If you have any re any questions, you can email Bill Sparks at Bill at BillSparks.org. That's Bill at BillSparks.org. And if he doesn't have the answers to the questions, he'll get a hold of us and we'll make sure you get the answers to the questions you might have. Or if you would like to ask your question or make your comment regarding this particular product during this broadcast, you may reach us by calling 646-558-8656. That's 646-558-8656. Press pound as instructed. When you are asked for a meeting ID, enter 848-725-450. That's 848-725-450. When you're asked for a user ID, press pound again and you'll be in the Zoom room with us. And if you have any suggestions for, you know, moderately inexpensive things that we can demo, we will purchase them and demo them for you. So let us know. Well, that's it for now for this demo. Everyone have a great week and stay tuned next week for another exciting demo. Oh, I know we're going to get some questions here, RAC2. We already have two hands raised. <laughs> yeah. I have so. a question. Can you hook that thing up to a computer and print out those readings uh, for your doctor at all, Dave? No, it does, it does not have that. Okay, so when you go to your doctor, you, you could just show him the memories and he, he can right. go through right. it. If you, okay. Uh -huh. And what did you say the price was? 79 It's either 99 or 95 I forget what ah, I said. Okay, good. I get one of those. It, it does. It does okay. I, I wish they would. And they do this with most of these blood pressure gauges. They make them accessible to a point, you know, like setting the time and stuff like that. You know, it'd be kind of nice to be able to do that. But yeah. can't does this one all. have the the wrist cuff that you can, can no. put it on your wrist? Or? No. No. This is this is an this arm is an cuff arm like cuff. like they use in the office in doctor's office. Hmm. Very handy item to have. I will say that. I've heard the wrist cuff ones are not real accurate. Heard that too, know. Tim. I don't know. Well, I know when. Well, my therapist. That's what they used, and he said it's maybe not totally as accurate, but it's close enough that it gives you a good idea. If you got whacked out ratings on it, you'd know something was wrong. I know we got Dave's mother a wrist one because she couldn't get it on her arm right and it was better than nothing but you know 
It should I've, still give you a good ballpark. I've seen these blood pressure machines in the drugstore, and you put your arm in there, and, it, and, it all, and it tightens up automatically, but you can't read it, obviously, but they have one at CVS uh, that, that I've used occasionally. Yeah, a lot of places have those. <laughs> yeah, like just, the old jupe testers. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're right, Tim. You're, you're right. Just as a reminder, before we go to these two callers with questions, the for your Victor stream readers or the way you get your podcast, the the blood pressure demo will be a separate demo. Then we'll come up the coffee club, the whole the whole thing. But we've got a lot of requests for people who just want to listen to these demos. So we're sharing our library with you, but they will be two separate uh, one so it won't the whole podcast will be the whole podcast in its entirety but there will be a separate demo which will go up first of of um, the demo they just did on the blood pressure cup okay Jeff do we have any calls we have Bill and we have Ellen so okay. I'll go to Bill in Chicago and then I'll go to Ellen okay go ahead Bill yeah real quick uh, I've got the wrist one and I've got the arm coupling. Well, I've had the arm coupling from speaking to me probably about 10 or 12 years. And the one I have, uh, it has a U, 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 me. I can't think of the, the thing, the term where you can plug in and you can, I can download the readings into my computer USB and I can port. store them. Right, right, USB port. I couldn't think of it. I can download those into my computer. It'll store them. And then if I want, since now they have my charts, a lot of these doctors, I can forward that stuff to the doctor. Because mine has the, and I think I paid forty nine ninety five for it back then, and I don't remember the brand name, but it still works, and it's battery-operated electric, but it has a UPS port where you can run a cord to your computer and, and store it. And the wrist one, I have a wrist one, and the wrist one is about five, six points difference. Because I've checked them just to see for the curiosity. It's maybe an average of five points difference between a wrist one and an arm one. But that's the only difference that I can see between the one you got, Dave, now, and the old one I have. I can download them into the computer. Yeah, I don't know why they don't have that on there. Or at least if they do, I haven't found it. We'll go look again. I don't remember <laughs> seeing it, but we will go specifically yeah, there, look for that. Yeah, there was, there was a face of mine where you could download it into your computer, the memory part. Right? That's a good thing. Some doctor's office, we can't even get our doctor's office to answer the phone, much less share files. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> That's a good one. So they, they can do that. Thank you, Bill. One. Let me get to Ellen here. Two questions. Well, actually, uh, one question. Anyway, um, is there, does it tell you when you need to change the batteries? Um, it's supposed to be when it gets, when you get a low battery. So we haven't, we haven't yeah, got it down that like low. I've been able to verify that, but it's supposed to. Oh, okay. And another thing, too, um, I, my mom just passed away on Friday, so I just thought I'd mention that. Sorry, Sorry to hear that, that, Ellen. We've been there and done that a couple yeah. times. Sorry to hear that, Been there, done yeah. that. Yeah. Fortunately, it was not from the virus. It was uh, pneumonia and dementia, so... Well, no matter how the outcome, it's 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 a sad thing the passing of life. And you just how old was she? She was eighty-eight, and so you know she lived a nice, long, productive life. But you know, it's still bad. <sighs> yeah, I had to go to um, I had to go to the to the uh, funeral home and do you know sign a bunch of paperwork and whatnot for 
for the uh, arrangements and stuff. So that was kind of but it was a good thing in a way it was uh, you know because i hadn't seen my sister my brother-in-law since christmas so that at least that wasn't that was nice but still <laughs> it's just a shame that you have to see them that way yeah that's the sad part about it so but you know the, but it's not too too bad just, we're just you know doing what we need to do and the grieving process is a gradual one, Ellen. And, and I, I'm not going to tell you because everyone has to grieve in their own way. But as the days go by, things will get easier for you. I can tell you that. Actually, I'm finding that, Jeff. I'm actually finding that because I went through it helping uh, Joe with his wife, Jenny. You know, and now it's like, but, but you know, it does get better. And so, yeah, anyway. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. Well, Chris, and thank you, Ellen. And we'll sure. be, and and do we need to? Do we have a recipe today? No, I was waiting for her to come back. Uh, I think she had to answer the door because of the package. Oh well, we'll we'll just stall for a minute. And Chris you might as well give you a key to your house, Dave. <laughs> hey, ooh. yeah. You need one of those little entryways like we have in Florida, where like there's a little area between the the front outside the front door and it's screened in and there's an outside screen door and they can leave things between the two doors and it won't get wet but they don't have to actually come in your house okay i'm back all right we were asking a cooler we we were asking you if you had a recipe for us today yes we have a lemon butter chicken Mm. Mm, that sounds good it serves eight and you need two tablespoons of butter, two-thirds cup of Italian salad dressing, two lemons zested and juiced. Now, I use two tablespoons of lemon juice and a, some, a teaspoon or so of lemon zest out of a bottle, two tablespoons Worcestershire sauce, 16 chicken tenderloins, lemon pepper to taste, onion mm. powder, and garlic salt to taste. You preheat your oven, 350 degrees, you place the butter, well, it needs to be melted, in a 9 by 13 baking dish, melted in the oven. Remove it from the oven and mix in the Italian salad dressing, lemon juice, and Worcestershire sauce. Arrange the chicken tenderloins in the baking dish. Now, what I did, I arranged them and then I flipped them over so both sides got coated with the butter mixture. Season both sides of chicken with lemon pepper, garlic salt, and onion powder. Then, and you only have to sprinkle the lemon zest on one side, so sprinkle it just along the top, and you don't want a whole lot. Bake for 25 minutes in the preheated oven or until chicken juices run clear or it reaches 165. You don't necessarily need to cover it. I used skinless, boneless breasts, tenderloins, and thighs, and that's it. Too healthy, Chris. The best part is the skin. It sounds good, yeah. but that's... Did you say 16? Did I hear you correctly? 16. Yeah, they're those small ones like Schwann's has. They're not real big. I was going to say, yeah. you're making a you Jackie Miller finish, Chris. <laughs> you didn't say you set serves eight and one Dave. <laughs> no, it, it serves eight, but when, when David, when Dave and I come over to the house, it only serves two people, right, Dave? Yeah, that's about the size of it. They're, they're those small ones. They're not chicken breast size, but you could use chicken breasts. You might have to cook them a little bit longer is all. 
Whoa, that's a... That sounds good, though. It is good. Uh, that does sound good. Uh, hey, you guys take your blood pressure. Do you find that if you eat salty products and things like that, that it raises your blood pressure? Have you noticed yes, that? Uh, salt will definitely raise it. Well, I don't know, because here I use uh, a Morton's no-salt product that you cannot tell the difference. Oh, now that sounds good. My That's friend really good. Jackie Miller eats so many chips, it's a wonder her blood pressure is not off the charts. It might be. Maybe it is. Ask her the last time she checked it. I don't know, but she can eat a 30-ounce. She doesn't eat it all at once, but she gets those 30-ounce bags of chips. You know, those big Kittle chips or... I don't know, but I... When I was in college, I could do that. I don't do that anymore. And my favorite are the barbecue chips, so... But I, don't I mean, do that but anymore. she can knock down... She gets chips by the the 30-ounce bags, or 32. I mean, that's a lot of chips. I, I just couldn't do that. Now, Tim could. Could you, Tim? No, I don't think so. Not no, anymore? I, no, they, they make the chips smaller in those big bags, too, and saltier. And it seems they to me they crumble the up. Bag of chips. I, For me, I grab a handful of chips out of a bag, and that that's it, yeah. usually. Yeah. I'll tell you the chips I cannot stand, and I, I, my my daughter loves them. I cannot stand those Pringles things. I just they're not they're not they're just horrible. I don't like them. It's not that. No, no. I kind of like them, but but I haven't had them for many years. Yeah. Oh, I liked them when I was a kid because you could just reach and grab a stack of them, and oh yeah, they were always stacked in that can. Yeah, she couldn't. She would go through cans like you do. Whoa! <laughs> Remember those things called potato sticks they had in the cans? Too? I used to eat those when I was a kid. Oh, I like. Those. I went looking yeah. for those, and they said you're too old school. They don't make things like that. <laughs> I guess you're probably I'm, right, Bill. <laughs> I guess on that note, we'll say thank you, everybody, because it's just speaking of old school. We got Tim coming up, so. Oh, uh, oh, I just couldn't resist. Uh, man, you got a lot of a lot of big stuff today. I know all your requests and Jeff's request and all of that good stuff, Tim. So I think I've got everything working for you for the next few minutes, Tim. Well, that's good. I uh, think. Actually, Jeff, your request is going to be a little later. I've got a couple other requests before yours. But Somebody oh, before worried, Jeff? I'm not worried about it, Tim. Somebody be before up. Jeff? Oh, oh my. <laughs> Uh, well, we're going to go get our radio station intel thing fixed, and we'll be on the it's road. It's fixed. Is it fixed now? Yeah. Oh, good. It's fixed. How'd you find out? I went to log in to see. Oh, good. Well, we're good. So we'll have Jeff happy, me happy, and we're all good. And thank you, everyone. We appreciate you listening so very much. Bye-bye.